Welcome to Side Talks. A podcast. Two people talk about movies. That's right. We're sitting in plush armchairs with microphones in front of us. Feature film coming soon. We are going to have, <laughs> I, I think, a, a relatively reasonable and sober discussion about cinema today. Uh, and not make a bunch of silly sound effects eh. and... Um, you know, screech, watch this shit, for instance, and I'm sure that's coming Ooh, up. Good soon. luck, Corey. May um, your dreams come true. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure they will. Um, so yeah, let's get to it. I'm getting to it. See, I'm starting off on the right foot. Oh my god. <laughs> what's this shit? You leaned your head back. I saw it. It's <sighs> miserable, isn't it? Fucking miserable it when was, I do that. It was a lot. It was a, a lot. lot. It's a lot. Uh, I got. We got to keep our listeners awake, or maybe not listening anymore. I don't know which which one it'll be. <laughs> our, our our listeners who are you know driving down a dark road in the middle of the night, and their eye uh, eyebrows eyelids are drooping, um, <laughs> and, they and they're that. just you know drifting off to sleep, and then all of a sudden you're screeching. Well, I prefer it to what's the show? But I mean, you may have saved our listeners' life here. I know. I know. So I mean, think of it as a public service. Speaking of saving lives, Uh um, this film that I just dropped myself in, maybe the middle of, maybe the end of, I don't know. Uh, It's a bunch of dudes in a room, a bunch of white dudes, three white dudes in a room. Three? Yeah. That's that's trouble. What I like to call menses. Three menses in a room. Okay. One of them's got the, like, you know, he's taking the suit jacket off and the ties down a little bit. Uh The top button's unbuttoned. That means he's down. That's when when a white dude does that, that means he's down to business, right? That's right. So three white dudes um, in a high-risey kind of office situation. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. they clearly, they look like rich dudes. I can't tell you who one of them is because you're going to know it too quickly. Hmm. This is often the case with these blockbuster bitches. Um, One of them says something about, like, Oh, can I get an ETA on dry cleaning? And it cuts to a hot lady picking up some dry cleaning off of a okay. a rack. And she's like, I got your dry cleaning check or whatever. Uh-huh. Then there's some talk about breaking in and hacking. Breaking in and hacking. You know what this is? No, not okay. yet. I think you're about to. Okay. There's some hubbub. I got real bored around this point. Uh-huh. I'm only two minutes into this clip, and I'm already like, "Ugh, what can I do? Can I, you know, I'm wanting to eat something. I'm sure. wanting to, I'm daydreaming. And so anyway, I don't know if it's two minutes later, four minutes later, or whatever, but some, one of these uh, jackalopes throws a glove at the window. Mm-hmm. And this this gentleman whose name I don't want to tell you, the actor that plays this character, kind of looks at the glove, and then all of a sudden it cuts very quickly to them um, doing that thing where you, you have a glass cutter and you glut they just cut the whole piece sure. of glass off the window right okay you know what this is don't you um it sounds familiar is this gentleman ben affleck no no okay it's not that little bitch okay. it's a different it's different different little bitch mm, yeah you could call him that okay um yeah so i can't believe you don't know what this is no well no. next thing you know mm-hmm. the gentleman in question who's not ben affleck mm-hmm. ha- is now suited up he looks very I don't know. He looks very st- what I call stealth. Okay. It's not a look I like, but it's a stealth look. He's in black. He's, you know, he looks like he's, he, it's like ultra, ultra gem stuff. He's got some clear glasses on. He's got these gloves on and turns out he gets on the edge of the window and turns out I know now what the gloves are for. They're for walking down the or up the building. Oh, this is, this is Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Yes. With Tom Cruise. You got Mr. it. Mr. Thomas Cruise. Mr. Thomas fucking Cruise is so the, the man in question, uh, who I can't mention because the minute I mention him, you're sure. going to go down the list, you're going to figure yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah, no. So, yeah, the glove thing threw me, but as soon as you mentioned they were like wall climbing gloves, wall that's, climbing that's, gloves. that's one of the more iconic 
you know, sequences in that movie. So you got Tom Cruise and then is it Simon Pegg and Jeremy Renner with him I in, the, in so. the, the scene there? Even though I don't know those gentlemen's names, they just like Menzies to me, but yeah, uh, well, probably you right. Know. Um, I know Thomas Cruise. You, well, who Do doesn't? Do not get me wrong. I know Thomas Cruise. So this is the sequence in the movie, which is a fantastic movie and a fantastic oh, okay. sequence, by what the way. What I saw didn't look fantastic, well, just FYI. You know, but different different strokes. Once again, <laughs> you can't have The Rock surfing somewhere with muscles, but you can have Tom Cruise God spider heaven. walking we're down the fucking We're building. not going to relitigate Baywatch, okay? Because this is a much better movie. But this is a sequence eh, where getting at. you know they're I'm getting at Corey. It's the same kind of thing. They're having to to meet a an arms dealer or something played by Leia Seydoux, the French actress. I don't know. I got bored. She wants diamonds. They need like nuclear oh, launch she, codes. She wants diamonds. They do. Uh, um, that's just yeah. you know, lady spies. They need to be paid in diamonds. Dry cleaning. Um, this is atop the the grand skyscraper, uh, the Burj Khalifa, uh, which is you know very very tall. And long story short. Uh, Tom Cruise has to go on an impossible mission, uh, climbing. I got the title just you know, now. I got it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, climbing uh, up the side of this skyscraper with those sticky gloves that don't work very well, um, and it's it's scary and really intense and fun to watch in IMAX, which is where I saw that for the oh, first wow. time. And the dome. Uh, no, this would have been in Tuscaloosa on, okay. on that the the kind of LIMAX screen that gotcha, got gotcha. down there. This would be a bitch to watch Madome because I bet the runtime on this thing is what three hours or something. Oh, ridiculous. it's a little shorter than that. It's one of the shorter recent Mission Impossible. So two and a half. Do you know who directed this? Brad Bird. Okay, Brad yeah. Bird. The, See how he does this. Um, isn't this isn't this wild that he can just. You know, well, the listener, you know, might think that I have like an IMDb or something in my lap. I'm but. witnessing and letting everybody know that he doesn't. He can, he does this. This that's the entire point of the segment is he is able to. I'd say probably you're at about. What do you guys think about it? Eight out of ten times, Corey gets it right. I'm getting some yes nods. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Well, Brad Bird, impressive. great animation director, the director of The Incredibles and Ratatouille with uh, Pixar, and this was his first live action movie. Well, Tom Cruise is kind of like a little tiny rat. <laughs> little tiny tom cruise rat he's not much taller than one. Oh, as a short person i should not do that but i just did it i mean you know glass houses throwing stones etc i know boy i wish i lived in tom cruise's glass house yeah no kidding or in that fancy skyscraper way better anyway you got it right that's what's the shit moving on and now a look at what we're watching this week hey Corey. hey rachel guess what i'm watching what are you watching you know, it's that segment, right? Yep. I watched The Green Knight. You know I did, because I, I left directly after this, our session last week, to go straight to the very sad, I'm so sorry to say it, but the very sad AMC Summit. Mm, yeah. And I saw The Green Knight there. And I really loved it. Oh, thank God. I okay, really I got, loved it. I, you know, I got nervous. Last week I was nervous, because I love this movie. I love this movie so much, and you were like, well, I'm going to go see it, and... Oh, I you know, think it's exceptional. Wild card. I think it's exceptional. I I understand why some people are having issues. This film is not going to fulfill the hero's journey. No. <laughs> this film is actually kind of the anti-hero's journey, right? And so I've read very little about it. I just haven't had time because we're in festival planning right mm-hmm. now, festival preparation. But I, it is very anti-masculine. Very, that's the way I read it, at least. It feels really unique to this, a very typical story told in a very unique way. Yeah. And I really, really appreciated it and liked it a lot. And I'm looking forward to seeing it again. Oh, me too. You know, it is kind of 
uh, deconstruction of like what makes a knight in in the stories of of myth and legend. Except it's you know set contemporaneously. It's it's a character who is trying to figure out how to become a knight himself. Is a knight something you can just call yourself? Do you have to perform good deeds and be virtuous and and you know chaste and strong to be a knight? He is none of these things by temperament, and yet he has run through this sort of series of trials to test his mettle. And the interesting thing about it, as you say, is that more often than not, he you know he's very weak. He kind of fails these tests that he encounters. These almost these, immediately, yeah. These episodes, it, and it's an episodic film, right, from segment right. to segment. But these various episodes that he that he encounters, he doesn't always make a very good impression at all. Yeah, I, I'm not. There's a, there's a lot to unpack here, yes. and I haven't really had the opportunity to do that. It was just last week, and again, I'm, I'm sort of a busy busy era in my life. But it, it what an interesting approach. It's one of those films that you can't say don't go in with any expectations. Right. That's I think that I think the instinct is to tell people that, but. The, this film depends on your expectations, right? This film relies on the fact that you're bringing a ex- particular expectation from what a sidekick is, our little fox we have there, yeah. to what romance is, to what the what the value of winning and what the value of honor is, right. to the, the sort of myths we've been told. It's a really, really interesting film. And so I would say <laughs> go in with expectations, but be warned that your expectations are not going to be fulfilled or, or you're not going to find pleasure in those expectations being fulfilled is maybe the better way to say it. Right. It, it's very consciously subversive. Yeah. Um, which I think is one of its strong suits. Plus, it's just gorgeous. It's gorgeous to look at. It's a really beautiful film. I, I just really all around liked it. And it's I think it's one that I'll watch time and time again. They just released a new A24 just released a, a nice, beautiful green vinyl of the mm-hmm. soundtrack. I was fortunate and I don't know if they're sold out yet or not, but I got on pretty early and was able to get the oh, green. Oh, you snagged? One? Green Knight board game, Ooh, not, oh, the, not the oh. vinyl, but I got the Green Knight board game. Oh, that that role playing tabletop. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's. So I've got that. So yeah, there's some fun merch that. around it. Anyway, I really enjoyed it. But what are you watching? Well, uh, I did go to the cinema over the weekend to see the new Ryan Reynolds movie, Free Guy. Um, oh, this is Corey. not a recommendation. I just feel like I'm obligated to mention that I also went to the summit. Uh, to see Free Guy because there were fewer audience members at the summit. Um, That's why you went to the summit. Yeah, because like you know, I'm I'm not trying to like, I'm not trying to congregate in large masses of people at the moment necessarily. Were, were large masses of people going to other theaters to see this? I'm curious. No, but the timing was a little better at the summit, and there were fewer people there. And of course, it's pretty evident why there are fewer people at the summit. Yeah, it's pretty evident. Can I, I can I pause for one second and just say one of my takeaways from seeing The Green Knight there was that this movie theater is going to close soon. Well, and it's a shame because it was, you know, in its day, kind of the crown jewel of Birmingham area theaters. It's really sad because what you walk past are these where you would go into the, you know, you would go into the main lobby and the main lobby, this is one of those big multiplexes if you haven't been. It's one of those big multiplexes that has a concession in front, had a concession in front of you yeah. and a concession to the right or left. And very, you know, in the last seven or eight years, they started, oh, only one concession is open. Right. And then it became, not only is only one concession open, but the other concession has, they 
they've moved the drink machines in front of what used yeah. to be a place you could actually get ice cream. I mean, it, not only that, though, you would walk past getting your ticket taken and go into the theater and they had concessions in the theater. So yeah. that you could, in, in theory, you could run out really quickly and grab another popcorn and there's neon and the whole shit and they just those aren't even lit up anymore right i mean it's just sad now maybe i'm wrong maybe i'll eat my words and maybe this this theater will go will undergo renovation that would be the best case scenario i think For, is, but oh i don't Mm, Did, I don't know. Yeah, does AMC have enough capital at the moment to be like a floor to ceiling renovation of this this multiplex? I, I kind of doubt it. Well, somebody else could come in and in theory and buy it and yeah, do that. That's true. I, who knows? But but point being that I think we're in a unique era because I don't think Birmingham is alone in this. If you're listening not in Birmingham, if you're listening somewhere else in the states or maybe even somewhere else in the world. I don't think that I, I bet you can relate to your local cinema having at least one in the area that's that's like this. Yeah. And we, I think we're experiencing a unique moment in time where we are going to ghost town cinemas Mm -hmm. that will not be with us much longer. And the future of what theatrical exhibition is, is really in question. Sure. Anyway, I didn't mean to take you down that road based on the stupid ass Ryan Reynolds film, but I did want to point out that I bet you had a similar experience in the ghost town. uh, That is the summit AMC. I did Uh, pretty good popcorn though. So I can't, complain okay. too much Mine about that. Mine was terrible, so oh, that's good to know. That's that's too bad. Um the the movie itself, you know, it's it's a big broad studio Ryan Reynolds comedy with a high concept. It, it, your enjoyment will likely hinge on how tired you are of Ryan Reynolds. I'm pretty tired of him. Then you probably shouldn't see Free Guy. I'm less tired of him and I I thought Free Guy was was you know, okay-ish. Um, there are parts of it that I thought were perfectly adequate and charming, and then there are parts of it where it's like the movie, you know, stepped on a rake and slapped itself in the head. Like it God. just gets on, it gets in its own way, including a, a really ineffective supporting performance as the primary antagonist by a certain recent Oscar-winning writer-director um, who is not very good in the movie, unfortunately. Um, Who's that? Taika Waititi. Okay. Um, a Ryan Reynolds' friend, so I guess that makes sense that they'd, you know, they're buds, so they'd hang out with one another and be in each other's movies. Um, you know, Free Guy is kind of a little bit of like Dark City meets the Lego movie meets the Truman Show meets, I don't know, video game shit. And um, it's about a character in a video game who comes to realize he's a character in a video game and like hangs out with all of the people who are playing the video game. Um, I don't know. It's pretty typical. Um, there was something kind of enjoyable about it, just seeing something completely mindless and silly on on a big screen like i'm always gonna get a bit of a kick out of that but but do i recommend it ultimately not really no yeah you know what the best thing about ryan reynolds is uh his teeth he's got good teeth right you know what's better than that 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 jaw who he's married to oh he's married to blake lively right yeah yeah it's really the only thing he's got going for him he's friends with taylor swift is he friends with Taylor Swift? Yeah, he's in the You Need to Calm Down video, as a matter of fact. Okay, well, I and mean... And their kids are... That's what the, the song... This is our... We're just going to pause for a second and move into our Taylor Swift podcast. Everybody would just hang in there. Yes, please. The song Betty, the characters in the song Betty that you probably know from yeah. the... Was it Folklore album? Yep, yep. Are named after their children. Oh, that's nice. Look, I mean, he... Be tired of his shtick. Sh- in cinema all you want but he does seem like a genuinely decent dude people don't seem to have too many bad things to say about him as a person and honestly in this day and age 
that's kind of refreshing to that's hear. That's fine. I you mean, know? if you're friends with Mama Tay, you're friends with me. Sure. So, like, I don't begrudge Ryan Reynolds making his silly, stupid, you know, studio comedies. Make that money, Ryan Reynolds. You know, get those checks from Disney. Live a great life with Blake Lively, you know. Why, why not? Uh, sure. Go on. You know what? Let me just belabor this a little bit. Okay. Um, I once had a i don't know how this came out in conversation but i once and i understand that we're going along here but i don't care <laughs> i once had a conversation with somebody who was really had an had an objection to to this gentleman mm. and i i was like well don't, i thought ryan reynolds was handsome i just thought everybody thought ryan reynolds was handsome i'm not personally attracted to him but i wouldn't be so you know i was like what's the problem you're a heterosexual woman and you don't like ryan reynolds and she was like his face is terrible and i was like i mean his it's face is terrible yeah she's like it's hard so I, was, I was like i thought he i thought everybody thought he was cute anyway it, somehow in this conversation the comparison got made would you sleep with ryan reynolds or would you sleep with seal not a seal but seal but, as like kiss from a rose seal sure right okay. and she said i would sleep with seal Okay. This caused me at the time to take to Facebook. Uh-huh. This is the height of Facebook days. And I took to Facebook with a poll. And overwhelmingly, I want you to know that friends, male, female, gender binary, all got on and said they would sleep with Seal over fucking Ryan Reynolds. So now the question is, Corey, if you had to, gun to your head, have sex with Ryan Reynolds or Seal, what are you doing? Seal. Oh my god! I mean, it would make for Did a better you hear, story. Do you hear this? It would make for a better story. Okay, I, I think it would. That's just a more objectively interesting person to see. I'm going with. Ryan Reynolds, so I don't know what this means. I don't know what this means. Yeah, but kiss from a rose. I mean, Sam, Brad, can we get a consensus in there? Are y'all going Seal or are y'all going Ryan Reynolds? Okay, so you're the only Seal man. I mean, that's fair. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> Because look, I mean, you know, he's he is the author of so many '90s jams. While um, Corey's talking, Brad, you know what you have to do. He's got a silky voice um, and a really, <laughs> you know, fun cameo in that movie Pop Star where. Uh, Andy Samberg is pro- proposing marriage uh, to his girlfriend. I wish I knew song went so I could sing along. Um, and um, Seal, long story short, gets attacked by a bunch of wolves, which is pretty hilarious. Is that what happened to his face? Ayo! No, but that is part of the joke, actually. Like, oh, yeah, that's, that's part good. of the joke. He's oh, like, good sport, then. Um, you know, I uh, this isn't my first time fighting wolves or something yeah. like that, and he draws attention to you know to his face, and then you know wolves attack him again. Okay, we've we've um, gone too long now. No, but because Kiss from a Rose is still playing, so we got to get out of here. Dude, we could keep listening to Kiss from a Rose. I don't think people would object. I mean, no more than usual, That's true. right? That's true. What people don't know is that you just sang half of Kiss from a Rose and talked about singing it to your cats and everything. But anyway, it doesn't matter. We're out of here. Thanks to Batwell Studios. We're your own personal cinematic Senator Bones and Dr. Teeth. Well, I know those people. No, you don't. Well, you don't. I know Senator Bones. But most Bones. people do. Most people do. Okay, Most wait. people are best friends with Senator Bones. Sure. But, well uh, so we have skeleton. We have a skeleton, yes. a resident skeleton, Senator Bones, Senator Bones, that came around a couple months after the cinema opened for uh-huh. Halloween and just kind of stayed. Sure, got a little Christmas sweater on, got a little, you know, pumpkin at, at 
Thanksgiving, the whole deal. Yeah. So Sunder Bones has been kicking it strong throughout the pandemic. And we are screening, as you know, and filming about nuclear war on opening night. Sure, so we sure. decided for the photo booth, we need one more little skeleton. So you got another skeleton. And the skeleton's name is Dr. Teeth. Wow. So Dr. Teeth and Senator Bones are the resident skeletons at the Sidewalk Cinema. If you ever want to come by and get an autograph, they will sign one for you. Whose skeleton is this? Senator and a doctor. So if anybody is missing a doctor. Or a senator. Yeah, nobody Which, nobody cares about that. Everybody's you're like, just happy. Take take you're like take like ninety nine more senators off our hands, please. Sidewalkfest.com. Uh sidewalk film on social media. Hey, there's a sidewalk film festival going on this week, especially if you're listening to this the Wednesday it drops. Yeah. So get all your information, details, tickets at those places we just mentioned. Bye. Bye. Batwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words. Our expertise.